What's different about being a Christian homemaker? A Christian woman? In how we get things done? Even in just what we do? It's more than just the fact that we do pray and read our Bible every day. You are doing that, right? That's first. But also, Christian homemakers are the ones who know how to take care of themselves and rest without guilt. What? That's not your experience? That's a problem. We got to figure this out. you found the Simply Convivial podcast. Short but meaty episodes to help you banish overwhelm and perfectionism so you can manage family life cheerfully and competently. What is convivial? Convivial means doing life together with joy. And isn't that what we want in our homes and in our lives? But most of us find the longer we mother that it's not our default setting. As moms, we are the atmosphere of our homes. So we need to choose joy and become the convivial tone of our home. I'm Misty Winkler, homeschool mom and author of the book, Simplified Organization, Learn to Love What Must Be Done. I'm here to help you organize your attitude, and dig in to the good work that God has called you to do in your home. I'm so glad you've joined me today. Self-care is such a huge and hot topic. I've written about it before and you can find the links to those articles in the show notes. But today we're gonna talk about the basic kind of self-care that we do need as Christian women and the basis for that self-care, and that the real rest that we need comes from Sabbath rest. Grab a basket of laundry to fold and let's dig in. Now, I find self-care to be a very tricky topic because it seems like out in the world, out there, the word self-care gets tossed around And it really could mean anything the way it's used. Most life advice out there for women when they admonish us to take time for self-care, their definition of self-care seems to boil down to whatever it is that you want to do, do it. And that's self-care. And that's too broad to be helpful It's too nebulous to be helpful and it's too self-focused to be helpful because self-care isn't necessarily self-focused, at least the good kind of self-care. Because we are actually finite creatures. So we require rest, we require care, and that's a part of the way we're designed when we ignore the fact that the amount of water that we drink matters, 
that what we eat matters, that showering and getting dressed actually matters to us, we're probably being tempted by some form of Gnosticism that says, oh, the physical just doesn't even matter. So I should be above caring for the physical elements of myself. The essential self of me is my soul or my mind. And then we sometimes wrongly conclude that the physical side of ourselves doesn't matter and should be set aside as much as possible, which is just not true. And it's not really a Christianly way to live. So self-care can become twisted. And a lot of the self-care advice that's out there in the world is bad advice. But that doesn't mean that we should just ignore our physical needs. Noticing that someone's falling off on one side of the ditch is no excuse for choosing the opposite ditch. We're accountable to God for ourselves. And we're actually supposed to delight in the way that God made the world, in the way that God made us as people with both souls and bodies together. So it's entirely legitimate and worthwhile to take the time to take care of our physical body. After all, mothers are the tone of the home and wives are the glory of their husband. So taking care of ourselves is actually one way that we serve each individual in our family and the family as a whole, because really we're all connected as a unit. And when one member suffers, everyone suffers. So if we take a little bit of time to freshen up, clean up, get dressed, be hydrated and healthy, we are then serving our family's mission even better. After all, a chain is only as strong as its weakest link. And we as the mom do not want to be the weakest link. We want to be in our person, fully capable and ready to go. When you're invited to some kind of fancy banquet, You dress up for that occasion, not because you are vain, but because the way that you dress and show up to the occasion bestows proper honor to the occasion, to the hostess, to the event. And it's the same thing across the board in life. The way that we show up communicates something. So showing up to your day, dressed, showered, with your hair done, bestows honor and glory to the work and the place that God has called you to. It communicates honor and respect to the people that you're working with. And our children are no less people than some coworkers in an office would be. So what are we communicating to our children about their value and worth 
in the way that we approach them and the way that we approach our day, including being showered and dressed and ready to go. As moms, we should be enjoying our life. And there's probably something off in ourselves, most likely, and possibly our situation, if we aren't. And sometimes, perhaps, taking the time to enjoy the little things in our life could be classified as self-care. After all, we actually show up to our children and to our home, to our work, to our day as the best version of ourselves. Not after we escape from our children or the home or the duties that we have, but when we actually show up and take the time to notice the things about the situation and about the people that we really love. We need to be noticing and thinking about that because what we repeat and notice in our head, what we think about, affects our feelings, which then affects how we are treating people, and that matters. Pausing and enjoying the beauty in everyday life will help us to enjoy our life, to show up better in that life, and to not be so burnt out by the exact same amount of work. Often our burnout is not about the amount of work that there is, but it's about how we are approaching it, how we're interpreting it how we're thinking about it. And the most important kind of reset, self-care, rest habit that we need as humans, really, but even as moms, is a weekly Sabbath. God designed us to have a day of rest, one in seven. God designed us to push pause on our life, our agenda, to worship him and focus on what matters. A huge part of God's promises and design in giving his people a Sabbath day is to say, trust me, it's not your work that matters, it's my work. And so we take a break from our work. We know that our results don't depend on us, they depend on God our relationship with God and obeying him and doing what he commands is what everything else rests upon. It's what really matters. And every single week, we remind ourselves of this in a tangible practice of setting aside our agenda, our program, our goals, our schedules, and enjoying life, enjoying being a human being in a right relationship with God, in corporate worship, in fellowship with the saints, being part of a local body. God has provided for us in this way. And so we should pause and take that time that he's given enjoy it and enjoy the rest that he provides 
It might not look like rest as we would define it if we were to set things up our way, but that's a part of the point. Try it God's way. See what happens. Give it a shot. Take a day of rest on Sunday. Go to church. Be a part of a local body. Make those people your people. Push pause on your agenda. Take a day where you don't worry about getting ahead or even worry about getting behind. And just enjoy life. Enjoy God. And pick it back up Monday morning, refreshed and ready to tackle the good work that God has prepared beforehand that we should walk in. Neither self-care nor a day of Sabbath should be a big production. They're not really complicated. It's just normal life. They're really just simple habits of the Christian life. But we can get so wrapped up in our own agendas and our own ideas that we neglect the basic habits that we actually require as created beings. So it could take some serious restructuring, not only of your week and your plan, but even of your mind and your patterns of thinking about your work and your life and your habits to begin implementing regular self-care and Sabbath, but they are worth those restructuring efforts. So as you practice these kind of life restructuring habits, you might also need just a few quick wins along the way. So next up, I am going to talk about 10 one minute habits that you can start today to reset and jumpstart your life as a stay-at-home mom. You don't want to miss those 10 one-minute habits 